yo, what's up? This your boy Dizzy D Spill. You are tuning in to the Notion Podcast. And you chilling with me today with a little bit of cleaning the culture. Cleaning up the culture. I gotta get that right. I hope everybody's doing well. Been a lot in the news. I know we all trying to do the best we can. Some of us ain't doing nothing at all. But we gotta do something. Anyways, for y'all that don't know, this is another another episode in a series called Cleaning Up the Culture that I came up with. Um, I might bring the guys in on this one um, a little bit later on, but it's just something I wanted to start off. We have so many different things that we want to talk about, and we don't always have enough time to uh, to discuss it. So I definitely want to do that. Um, we've been working hard with our YouTube presence. Um, because uh, some of our listeners, a lot of our listeners prefer to listen to us on YouTube instead of Spotify and Apple, Apple Podcasts and uh, Podbean, which are the other um, outlets you can uh, listen to the Notion podcast on. Um, It's been some things on my mind, some things that's been happening in in news. Um, Like I said, I hope everybody's been doing well. And it's been some things that's really like touched me in a way and move me to where I want to talk about it. Uh, a while back, I did uh, share a video sharing my thoughts about the reaction, the response in our community uh, about the passing of YouTuber Kevin Samuels. Um, there was a lot of mixed emotions, but it was definitely conversation. And uh, I'll touch on that uh, later on in uh, this episode. But first things first, I definitely wanted to get to a place where we can talk about cleaning up the culture. Uh, I've, I've, taught, I've covered uh, black men and black women and, and, and all these different things, but they're all connected. And I think people need to understand that and acknowledge that, that everything that I'm talking about with cleaning up the culture, they're all connected. I see a lot of people online, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Facebook. And let me say this, the cool thing about these, these features and these things that we now have in our possession that give us a voice is that we can begin to have a conversation, but we have to understand and we have to take the time to think about what value Though, what what kind of value does these conversations have or obtain or what is it going to obtain or what is the end goal in a debate? Uh, if you're debating to try to change somebody's mind, mind, I, I don't recommend that you get on Instagram. I don't recommend that you get on Facebook or YouTube with your opinions or your thoughts. If you want to start the conversation about something that might be controversial. Uh, hopefully you have the skill or the tact or the knowledge and, and stats to get a healthy conversation going. But most importantly, you, you should really sit back and, and I'm not talking to trolls. Every person that has a following or um, 
that's trying to do something, whether it's considered negative or positive, are going to have trolls. So I'm not even talking talking about trolls. I'm just talking about people that really want to get a message across and really want to get the conversation going about whatever is on their mind. So um, I think people should give it thought. I, I, I really do think that people should also specifically black people, we should also take the time to digest information that we get. Um, we're still caught up in the situation where we want to be, we want to be right. We want to be first. We want to be acknowledged and in social media. And, and that's what we, that's where we want all that, all, all the, all those benefits or, or that acknowledgement. We want it on social media. Nobody ever, really strives to be right outside of social media media or be first outside of social media um, because of the type of dopamine release you get for um, the attention that you that you may receive with that being said um with outside raps I just <laughs> outside raps I'm tripping I've been doing different shows with the notion podcast what i wanted to get get across as far as cleaning up the culture this time is we are so behind on everything take a kid that's that that's in junior high and that has like seven or eight classes right and say that kid is behind on every assignment in every class. That's us. And it's we get a reflection of it and a reminder of it every single day. One thing that social media does show us is who we are, whether we're putting on a mask or we're putting on a hat when we turn the camera on or when we hide behind an, our real account or our fake account. It, some of the truth is still there. And it's there with how we conduct ourselves, what we engage with, and um and things like that and what i've appreciated about social media is knowing when to take a break from it currently i haven't been on facebook like that but as far as the cleaning up the culture aspect of it we we are behind on everything specifically our relationship between our black women and our black men and it's it's getting disgusting guys the type of energy that we are giving one another because of whatever pain or whatever trauma or whatever things we have on and off of social media is really showing itself. And there's, and it, there's no, nobody's winning right now. Um, within the past few months, we've had the passing of Kevin Samuels and we had the passing, um, of another brother and I don't really feel comfortable saying his brother's name because you know, it's just some people, you know, and depending on what the scenario is going on, I don't really want to go that route, but he, this particular, this particular man, young man, um, was not fond of dating black women and was not really fond of black women. And he said some very, um, fucked up things about black women he basically glorified you know dating non-black women and 
it turns out he ended up get, getting killed by his um, Caucasian girlfriend. And um, the, the crazy thing about it is the response that the sisters gave was not the response I expected. I'm not going to say it's the response I was looking for because I'm never, me personally, I'm never really looking for a response with certain situations. I didn't even know this person exists until the controversy came up. But apparently a lot of black women, you know, felt a way, I guess, um, his brother got online and I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna lie or sugarcoat anything. I did not do a whole bunch of detective work. I didn't put my Batman suit on and do detective work about this because it was the the response that really shook me up. And I do know a little bit of information, but the, it was the response the whole, I guess his brother allegedly got online and, you know, was asking for support from the black community and maybe specifically black women. And then there was this rebuttal of, uh, nope. Oh, well, it is what it is. Ask his white people to help him and stuff like that. And one thing that triggered me is if we really don't care about a person's situation and what's going on, I don't understand why we're vocal about it. Usually people that truly don't care about something, they're not really vocal about not caring they just don't care they don't acknowledge it they don't they they move on with their life and what bothered me is it seems like well it seems like the opposite it seems like you do care but you're triggered that you care or I don't know it's just some weird ass love hate thing there because a lot of the sisters came out and they started you know being very vocal about how they don't care and it is what it is oh well and it just it just reminded me of like, damn, see, we're so behind. You know, there used to be a there used to be times in our lives where we just ignored behavior. We ignored certain things. If you don't care, sometimes it's better to just not say anything instead of showing how much you don't care, because sometimes when you do that, you're actually exposing how you really feel. You really do care or you start exposing some pain or trauma that you're feeling while trying to demonstrate that you don't care, which means now you're hurt in a way and you're being reminded by this situation in whatever way you're hurt. So just, just a little bit of some information for you. Sometimes if, if you truly don't care, it's better to just be quiet about it and do it and do it moving. Um, I've been seeing a lot on social media too. And I've had this discussion with my wife several times about how black women are getting tired of protecting, you know, black men and they're not protecting them and um, and that they're going to stop. And the next time something happens, we're just going to ignore it. We don't care. And I, I I'm confused on that logic for those that feel this way. If, to the sisters that don't feel this way, I am not talking about you right now. But for the ones that do feel this way, let me let me just let me let me borrow your ear for a minute. Uh, it's the most confusing thing when you say those things because, um, for starters, a lot of you sisters have young black boys, young black babies, or uh, young teenage men that you're raising. 
And I feel like some of you are actually saying these things while raising them. If my mom was talking like that at any age, I would be petrified because I'm like, who the fuck is raising me? And my mother has always given me personally information and and advice on how to move through the world safely and protecting myself. So I don't really understand why you would say something like that. Now, if you don't have any kids, maybe that's why it's easier for you to freely talk like that. But then most importantly, what does that solve? Is that helping you emotionally? Is that helping the way that you feel on a regular basis by uh, not caring? And then, okay, if you don't care, why do you need to be so vocal about it? I don't understand. But what I do understand is the confusion of saying, protect us, but we're not going to protect you. That's, that's just weird. And again, I am talking to a specific group of women right now, um, of our women right now. I just don't think that that's progressive. If you want resolutions in, your, in, in, in the community, then you need to get to the, to the young men while they're young. And you need to speak life into these young men, just like we need to speak life into these young women. You throwing your hands up and saying you don't care doesn't serve a purpose or shit reworded. I'm not going to protect no grown ass. I mean, just when you say black men, you're not just I just want you guys to understand when you're saying black men, you're not just talking to black men. And it's not only black men that hear that shit. And yes, I can say the same thing for the brothers. If you're running around saying shit about the sisters in the same type of way, it's not just black women that hear it. It is also young black girls, young ladies that are growing into young black or growing into black women that hear it too. You are damaging the generation when you post shit, when you write things doesn't matter if you delete it it's there and if people want to find it they will you see what's happened on twitter it will happen it will come back if you can delete all the shit you want if somebody want to find especially the feds if somebody want to find something that you said on video or that you typed and you posted they can find it it's never really gone and I used to be the screenshot king. So when I seen something that I felt like somebody was going to regret celebrity or who pow, got it. And, so, and when it would be deleted, I was like, nope, I got it. Now you multiply a me back then times a million. So you need to be very careful about what you put out there. And the reason why I'm saying that and I'm giving that example is because the younger generation will see that. They'll see how you really felt what you really think at that time or thought at that time long after those feelings change if you do decide to change your feelings or um change your life and you know it's getting it's getting a lot harder for people to accept i'm sorry i made a mistake i was young or i was drunk or whatever it's very very hard to get the public of opinion to accept your apology um just something to think about. But for, for, for those sisters that are raising young men or that end up having a, a, a little boy, um, 
I'm not going to sit up here and say what I've heard people say in the past about, nah, you know, keep that same energy. You don't have to keep that same energy. Just be mindful of it. Energy is a responsibility. Just be mindful of that energy because that's not the, that's not fixing anything. A lot of our behavior isn't fixing shit, guys. It's, it's really not. We're not fixing anything by I give up on you. I give up on you. Like, who so who's supposed to come in and and help you know i have my own personal feelings about reparations like it's a cool idea cool story bro like <laughs> but do i have any expectations for it no do i believe that it'll happen in my lifetime nah not not if i get to be an old man maybe i don't see it anytime soon so we truly are, as cliche as it sounds, we are, we're all we got. And we're not doing a good job preserving and taking care of what we have. We complain day in and day out about other cultures taking things from us. I seen uh, 19 Keys on Instagram for y'all that don't know who 19 Keys is. He's a very, he's a young brother that's really kicking some, some solid information and trying to, to help progress the newer generation in a black culture, he said something that really was, was inspiring to me. He said, I don't want this culture anymore. This, this culture that we call culture. I don't want this shit. I want a new culture. And I'm with him on that. I'm actually going to borrow from that idea. And I think that, you know, my inner circle, my family and friends and those that I come in contact with along the way need to create a different culture because this one just ain't working. And what I mean, culture, you guys need to go look the definition of culture before y'all start jumping to conclusions and and you know before somebody take a a, a video clip of what i'm saying and, and mix it you know you know how y'all do that's take like 30 seconds or, or 10 seconds or something and you know, don't don't it bother watching the whole thing but new culture this this shit don't work man none of this is working Hot boy summer, hot girl summer, that shit ain't working. Don't date black men, don't date black women. You know, forget black women, forget black men. I'm not protecting you, not protecting me. It's not fixing shit. It's it's really not. And we and we talk as if we have some kind of power or control or influence. We don't. The people that have power and control and influence are the people that we're tuned into on a regular basis, that we choose to tune into, that need us. To be in those positions instead of standing up while the table's on our backs. But maybe that's for another conversation, that that part. But we are all we have and we need to do our best to make some shit happen. We really do. I'm looking at stats and statistics on where where we were. And pretty much where we still are and the conversations that the, where we are in the world right now, and especially here, specifically here in the United States. All right. Let's 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 focus on that. Blacks in the United States, where we are right now, the conversations that we're really having and that we're debating about versus where we are in the country makes no excuse my French fucking sense. We are arguing about black men versus black women. The latest, uh, for a long time, 
you know, it was the Sierra's prayer about Russell, Russell Wilson and some people calling him a simp and some people saying he's not a simp. And and then and the most some of the most recent information, Kevin Samuels passing away and then that fucking debacle on social media. And it's like we're still running in place. These are not the conversations and opinions we need right now. They're not. So you guys are arguing about these people or, or, or we're trying to our best to find out who's right between black women and black men. And guess what? The kids still don't know how to read. They still don't know anything about hygiene. They still don't know nothing about finances. They still don't know anything about their true history. They still don't know how to conduct themselves in public. All of these different things that are that keep putting us in sixth to eighth place in every race that we run. Like I said before, we are late for class and haven't turned in any assignments in all eight classes. It means we are doing bad at everything. I don't give a shit about the millionaires or the first black person to do X, Y, and Z. We need to get to a point and a place in life and on this planet where the first black whatever is not only not impressive to us anymore, but it's no longer common for that to be a conversation or to be an article. I got some game for y'all. For y'all that don't know. Do you want to know why we're late for all eight classes? Do you want to know why we really suck at unity? I'm going to tell you why. We can talk all day long about the hardship of slavery and white supremacy and no opportunities for this and all of that shit is true. It is. If you thought I was going to say something different, surprise. It is. It's all true. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you what we are not doing which is what we could probably do to slowly start shifting into a different direction. We get the ball rolling, we get some momentum and we just keep adding to that momentum until we're on, we're an unstoppable force. Okay. And then if for some reason we stop or we trip up, we become an unmovable object until we get our momentum. Let me tell you, what the other people are doing and what they've been doing. We glorify basketball, football, sports, entertainment, acting, and all of that shit, right? I mean, I have a podcast. You know, you're watching me right now, right? But the other cultures, they, they enjoy sports and, and entertainment, but they really do look at it as just that. We look at, they look at it as entertainment. They're grooming their children to be police officers, chiefs, firefighters, lawyers, CPAs, all of these different positions to where the families are the network. See, immigrants and refugees are coming over here and they're getting the game too. Yeah. And a lot of these jobs that are being groomed and, and handed to people and stuff like that, you also got to remember 
that, you know, they're not too proud of a little work until they get to a certain position. So what happens is, is when you, when you have a family, take Bob and Mary's family, right? Bob and Mary, you know, Bob is a police officer and I don't know, Mary's maybe a realtor or something like that. But see, Bob and Mary, you know, they got help when they first got married and stuff like that because, you know, Bob's parents gave them a little money, you know, to help get a house. And, you know, uh, Bob's parents, you know, are retired and stuff like that. And and uh, they were able to give him money to do certain things. But they also chose paths for their children. See, Bob's parents said, hey, Bob, you're going to be a police officer just like your father was, just like your grandfather was. And, you know, you're known around the precinct and people have known you since you were a kid. And, you know, you're you're, you're groomed to be the lieutenant and the chief and stuff like that. You know, just like your brother is over there uh, working at that hospital. And, you know, he's now the head doctor, you know, and your other brothers over here and your lawyers. And so you have all of these people in these different positions, you know, that are impactful, right? And it's like a little community. It's like a little network. People know each other on first name basis. Now we're just talking about that. We're not even talking about politicians, right? We're not talking about how the politicians have certain positions and how it's been, how people are groomed from a kid to be in these positions. It's just the same thing with companies. We don't do that. We don't do that. We, we think that if we tell our kids to go to college, that that's the end all be all. Talk, talk to college kids and talk to the college kids and ask them their degree, right? Whether you get to a degree in and what are you doing for work? They're either going to tell you nine times out of 10, they're either going to tell you they're not working or they're job jumping from job to job, or they're not doing the profession that they got their degree in. So now they have college debt. Minorities, blacks, we pay for college and we get college student loans unless we have a scholarship. And how do we get the scholarship? Entertaining. And if we can make a lot of money entertaining, then what are we going to go to we're finish college for? We're going straight to the pros or, or whatever opportunities are out there. We have too many people trying to rap, too many people trying to sing, too many people trying to entertain instead of getting in positions that are valuable. Instead of getting on Google and finding recession-proof careers, careers that are not in jeopardy of artificial intelligence. Now that's the now that's what we got to deal with too, black people. We got to now we got to compete with the other races and machines. It's coming. It's already started. And back to you know what I was saying about why we are in a position we're in. We're not encouraging the youth to be in positions that will make a change in our community. We're not telling enough of the youth like, hey, we need more lawyers. You want you want the police to respect you and leave us the fuck alone? We need more lawyers, we need more judges, and we need more Unfortunately, uh oh, I'm about to say it. Black police officers. 
if you do want to get entertainment, if you want to get into entertainment, try finding different positions that you can get into where you can open the door for more people to come in. Be a director, be a damn good director, be a damn good screenwriter. Open up your own film company instead of trying to be the next Denzel or Holly. You have to be the people in power, in position. Whatever looks polarizing to you, whatever looks dope to you, try to find the positions that control those people that hold the keys to the gates that those people need to walk through. These are the type of things that we need to be teaching the younger and the next generation. You don't like the way black people are being portrayed on TV? Then start creating media outlets that portray black people better. For example, everybody in a mama had a podcast. Some people's podcasts are doing way better than ours. And we're doing better than other people's podcasts. But one thing I will say is everybody has one, but who's delivering the positive news? And why are we making that shit go viral, whether it's your own podcast or platform or not? That's how you start changing the narrative. We have to start tuning into the things that are better for us. But a lot of times we don't. A lot of times we focus the lens on shit that isn't good for us. And then we complain about how we feel. It's like eating old food out of a refrigerator and then complaining about your stomach hurting in the next few hours or the next day. Or I think I got food poisoning, man. Why isn't nobody helping me? Because you did something stupid. It's the same thing. We can't consume bullshit and expect change people. We can't do that. I think it's stupid to consume bullshit and have a public opinion about it. Like I, I don't, what it so what's the goal? What's the end game? Please tell me. But as far as some game for you, that's these are the things that we that that we gotta start teaching our children. We have to some kids <laughs> unfortunately the sacrifice of some kids probably we don't need to be told, hey, you could be whatever you no, look, this is what you're gonna be because this is what the future needs. Who's gonna be who's going to be honest what parents and and what people in the community is going to be honest and say nah it's not always about you know reach for the stars nah not not in our community not yet we have so much more work to do if you want to tell your kid to be an astronaut or something like that okay fine but If you want to tell your kid to be anything, that's fine. But I think the most important thing that we need to do in our community now is groom our children to be what they need to be for the community. Or if you feel like you have a better idea, fine. But the most important thing is that they're doing things in the community. I'm so tired of hearing about celebrities or people with money donating money to the school that they went to. They buy the, buy the school new laptops or new computers and that shit's going to be outdated in a year. 
learning centers are cool, but learning centers aren't cool if they don't have people that want to work in the learning centers. I've, I've been to different places and things as a kid and as a young man, and I can tell when people are really interested in trying to help you or why they're just doing it because they're retired or either they're doing it because um, they need whatever little money they're being paid for it. Okay, like we need resources. We need we need to teach kids entrepreneurship. All kids by the time they're 12 should understand money percentages as, as far as, you know, inflation and real estate. Like these are the things we should be teaching kids young. Should be fucking playing Monopoly with your family at least twice a month to where your kids understand life. Monopoly is a very brilliant game if you want your children to understand life. These are the things that kids need to understand. They should understand what a savings account is. If you want your kid to be an entrepreneur, they should know what a tax savings account is, an LLC, a fictitious name statement, a business license, um, S-Corp, all of those different things, all of those terms. Even if they don't want to be entrepreneurs, they should still know that information. And they should still know their history and how to maneuver through the world. But this whole civil war which I'm, I'm gonna get into that in a later volume of cleaning up the culture civil war that we have with one another i mean once upon a time it used to be like black men we need to treat each other better we need to stop killing each other but like black men versus black women like really seriously y'all seriously and we expect and 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 the crazy thing is this is black men versus black women and we expect to see a winner. I guarantee you, if we keep going down this path, not only will we see a winner, but we'll see two losers. And I'll let y'all figure that out. I'll say it again. If we continue to go down this path, we will definitely see a winner, but we will also see two losers. So we have work to do. Black men the average black man only makes anywhere from 41,000 to like 52 or $53,000 a year. Sisters. We're not millionaires. <laughs> Stop it. Black women make around 30 to $40,000 a year as far as average income. Brothers, stop playing with these women because those women making that kind of money, having to do it by themselves, don't have time for your bullshit. See, my thing is both sides are right about a lot of the things that they feel and that they are going through. Both sides are right about a lot. The question is, what are you going to do about it? And if you think going somewhere else or you think somebody else is going to just fix all your problems, then if that were true, then we wouldn't have anything to argue about now, would we? <laughs> think about that. Stop with the financial games and, you know, who's more educated, who makes more money, who's more broke because we, we're broke as long as our culture is this way. And until we develop a new culture 
that actually works and is more efficient, we will always be broke because our system is broken. We're all broke as long as our culture is broken. Let's let's get our shit together, people. Seriously. Now, I want to touch on the <clears throat> on the um the situation that happened with Kevin Samuels passing away. I've I've watched a lot of different people, some people that I haven't watched um ever. I've came across some of his friends uh that he that he was friends with during you know his time on YouTube and I apparently outside of YouTube. One or two of them seem a little fishy, but a f- a few of them I've learned a lot of information um, not necessarily about him, just what they had going on, like the lane that they were in. And I was really impressed. And I actually want to share some of their information in the future and, and what they represent. I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't need my help, but it's just about getting, you know, helpful and, and, and positive information out there. But one of the things is that I wanted to talk about is for starters, I did watch his content. I watched a lot of his content and I, like anybody, I didn't always agree with his specific approach, but I agreed with a lot of his messages. But before I get into that, I want to say this. If you can't stand this dude or you hated this dude, or you have strong feelings about this dude that you've never met before, um, I would seek you. Um, I, I would recommend that you get therapy and counseling. Um, because for you to have that kind of energy and that kind of passion for somebody that's never had an impact on your life personally, I think there's something deeper going on. Um, also you probably should just cut the video off right here and maybe watch something else. Um, because where it's going now, you're probably not going to be a fan of it and you probably might even troll the comment section. As long as you share the information, you share the video, I'm cool with it. Um, the thing that bothered me the most was the amount of YouTubers capitalizing off just any inkling of new information about this man's death was disgusting to me. And the reason why is because they were all black. I expected this from the other people that's been doing this to us, not us all like they were all black. Now I understand the good coming from the information and they all, they happen to all be black, but like all the negative, all of the disrespect, they're all black. It's like, wow, whatever. Um, the things that were said about him dying, um, man, it was hurtful. Not, not, for him, because I think the dude knew how to defend himself very well. So it's not one of those things where I was hurt. Like, man, why would they do that to Kev? That's cold. It was more so like I had, I had a dad. My dad passed away when I was 14. I don't know the truth for the record, the video or the audio going around about his daughter. I do not believe that shit. Like believe like hardly any of what you hear and half of what you see. But that right there, there was just so, so much 
bullshit and what I thought was bullshit. I, I just don't believe that was his daughter. I could be wrong. I just don't believe it. But the, I don't know what kind of relationship he had with his daughter. But if they did have a decent one and for that girl to see all of the hateful things said about her daughter or said about her father um, was like hurtful because I know how I felt when I lost my dad and um, I would be hurt seeing or hearing so much terrible things said about my my father my father like right after he passed I'm not talking about days after I'm talking about hours and then the comments were piling in even more um and again it was us it wasn't black women it was a a a group a specific group and a specific type and then there were some black men um as well and then there was a certain type of black men for y'all if you know what I mean that were also um you know just celebrating and just dragging the dude and I've heard the excuses um of why you know oh well, he did all this when he was alive and you know I, and I've even seen you know some pretty famous people you can tell that they didn't they weren't too fond of him of how they were talking about it. And I, and it made me sick to my stomach. It really did bother me for a few days because it's like none of this shit is progressive. But most importantly, like what was it about this dude that didn't murder anybody, that didn't rape anybody, that didn't um, rob anybody, that didn't really physically harm people that had so much celebration and so much hate coming towards them versus the people that not only G, not only have been damaging our community, but have been continuously and still are damaging our community. There are people that have killed, that have taken people's child, people's father, people's husbands away from our community in the blink of an eye. And that can still walk the streets or only got a few years in prison or probably about to get out in a few years. And we choose to hate our own this much. I'm not telling you to hate anybody, but if you're going to do it, fuck, do it responsibly. You're hating your own before actually condemning true evil, true evil, like true evil. You didn't have to like this man. You don't have to like his content. And like I said, again, if you don't like something, why would you speak? I don't speak on people or things that I dislike too often. I mean, sometimes you'll hear it on the podcast and stuff like that, but that's not, it's not my move. It's not what I do, but I really was like sick to my stomach about the, um, the information and I felt for his mother. I know he's mentioned his mother on the podcast. And the reason why I'm saying this and why I'm going here, and I'm not going to stay too long on it because it's not what I want to do. And I'm tying it into cleaning up the culture because we got to clean up the way we do things. We need to have more empathy and more sympathy for each other, whether we fuck with each other or not. We really do. And you know what? If we feel like it's too hard, I'm just not that mature yet. Then just shut the fuck up and do it moving. Nobody's going to give you an award for saying something so harsh, so insensitive and so vulgar about somebody that can't defend themselves. But let me say this too. That man had a mother who he did not outlive and he had a daughter who's still living. 
And although we don't know the relationship status before he left out of here, and we don't know the dynamic before he checked out with so many things that he probably wanted to do before he went, that's still their family. That's still somebody's daddy and somebody's son. And for the people that were celebrating, for the people that feel like they have more of a voice to criticize without getting a response or getting anything from him in the name of the women, and you're doing it for the the women that he disrespected or the women that he broke down, right? Some of y'all call it karma. I want y'all to think about this. You guys could be potentially hurting black women by doing that two of them every time that you guys celebrate and you guys go in on him in the time right now while they are mourning possibly and in pain you're hurting two black women so if you're doing it in the name of the black women that he hurt you're hurting other black women in the process of it now, I watched a lot of his content. He didn't hate black women. The dude had about 859 YouTube videos. Have I watched all 859? Hell no. I got a life. But I watched his beginning stages and he went in on the brothers a lot. Like he handed brothers their asses as far as in critique, criticism, all of those things for years, for about four or five years before he really started going in on the women. So for the record, when I see the things I see, I can tell you didn't watch this dude's content really like that because my favorite content from the dude uh, personally wasn't really the debates about black men or black women. It was the information that he was telling black men on what to do and how to be and what we need to get rid of and how we need to reinvent ourselves and stuff like that. A lot of things I already knew, but there was a couple of gems in there that I didn't know that, you know, maybe if my brother had more time, you know, my older brother had more time before he started having his own family would have taught me. Or if my father got to live long enough, he would have taught me there was some gems in there, you know, and I and I appreciate that that man for that information. It'll always be there. So um, it's just really sad that the narrative and the, and the story of this man, people keep talking about his legacy and his story is going to be about this. And it's like those things that he was doing when he was debating with women and talking to women, there's a lot of women that agree with him. Most of them are married. Oops. A lot of women that are single. Oops. A lot of women that have kids out of wedlock. Oops. A lot of those group of women, groups of women agreed with a lot of shit he said, most people disagreed with his delivery. Even Dr. Umar Johnson, somebody that had a feud with him, had to get up and defend him and say how disappointed he was and a lot of the sisters and, and, and brothers and how they conducted themselves when this dude passed away. But I just want to let you guys know, for those that are never going to watch his content and those that are dragging the man, he gave a lot of information that probably 
helped a lot of men. You, you can even look at the comments and they'll say, man, you really helped me through this time about this. And it had nothing to do with dis- disrespecting black men, had nothing to do with disrespecting black women, had nothing to do with making it seem like he he, he just wanted to check and, and, and clicks and views and stuff like that. Those are comments where they're specifically talking about information that he helped people with. So I just had to say that because what does that have to do with cleaning up the culture? We have to do a better job of really doing our research and analyzing things before choosing to like it or dislike it. We see what happens when we don't do our due diligence and we like something, then we feel bamboozled. But I would even feel more bamboozled and more stupid if I chose to hate something and I chose to follow a narrative or create a narrative about something that I didn't fully do my research on. Now, am I saying that people don't have a right to dislike him or dislike some of the things he said or done? Absolutely not. Like I said. I disagree with some of his approaches on certain things, but I'm looking at the overall situation. What is this person? Who is this person overall? I didn't really see a lot of hate like this for people that's really done some damaging stuff to our community or people in our community over the past decade. So that's why I had to take the time to speak on that. And I had to tie it into cleaning up the culture because we got to clean up what we represent if we really want change and we really want better things in our community. It's getting to a point now where some shit shouldn't be cool and it should be corny and we should be laughing and pointing at people that act like that you want me to show you a scenario where bullying is okay i think bullying is okay to motherfuckers that are trying to tear down and damage the culture that we're trying to build that's when we need to bully you the fuck up out of here everybody can't get into the club straight up that that's when i think it's okay It's okay to do that type of shit to people that are destructive. People that that fiend and feed off of pessimism and division. They talk more negative and they talk more about the negative and what they hate and more than anything positive. And for those people that act like that, that have children, I pray for the kids. I pray that their teacher gets better lessons so that they can teach better. So those are my thoughts um, on Mr. Kevin Samuels. My condolences to his family. Um, I hope people see um, other things besides what they want to see. We all know it's out there, but some people don't know everything that was out there that he put out there. And as far as uh, black people, when it comes to cleaning up the culture, man, we, we have our work to do. We are late to class. Every class and hardly have any assignments turned in. We have work to do financially. We have work to do health wise. 
we have work to do with respecting one another, bigging up one another. We have a lot of work to do as far as in career paths that can put us in position to where we're gatekeepers and we can let more people in, in the gate, through the gate, not to monitor who we think should go through what gate. Um, we have a lot of work to do. And we're going to talk about a lot more of it on cleaning up the culture here on um, the Notion podcast, not outside raps. Um, we need to have better conversations. And I'm not talking about just on social media, even in our families. So millennials and younger, we, we actually need what we do need from the boomers and older is that wisdom. But for the older generation, we, we need you to hear us out about the things that we felt and the things that we need. We really we really do need to do some work on mental health. I think that's why a lot of the problems keep happening, because we're not really taking care of our mental health. We're not getting therapy and we're not releasing feelings that we have bottled up um, with our relatives, with our friends. And then we, we take it out on people we don't even know that has an opinion on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or has a YouTube platform. I think that's what it really is. I think we have bottled up emotions. And so when we see somebody's post or we see somebody's uh, um, YouTube broadcast, we get triggered because of something that happened in our own family or in our youth. And then we go at that person instead of the person we need to talk to, or maybe that person isn't here anymore. So we can't talk to them. So we exalt our feelings in that direction. But mental health, I think, is something that we need to monitor and we need to practice healing um, every day. And we need to be patient with each other. We do. Can't, can't be impatient because it's hot outside or because we ain't got no money or whatever the case is. We, we have a lot, of, Jesus, we have a lot of work to do. And, you know, I understand and most of us understand Rome wasn't built in a day. But we still need to start building. And I feel like the building is a slow process. So let's get to class on time. Let's get our assignments turned in. And let's take care of business. It's not that hard to respect each other. It really isn't. Don't let Facebook and Instagram get y'all fucked up out here thinking that that's that's really what life is in the metaverse. No, life is still outside goggles and, and, and keyboards and social media platforms. It really is. Um, let's do better, y'all. Let's, let's clean up the culture. It's your boy, Dizzy D. Spill. You've been tuning in to the Notion Podcast with a special, special series of cleaning up the culture. I hope uh, you've been enjoying the show. Um, I got a lot of information I want to share with you guys on the next um, episode, stats, statistics on where we are and what I believe some be, what could be some helpful things to get us to the next tier, to the next position. Until next time, it's Dizzy D. Spill, The Notion. Peace.